This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How I quit my job, moved to Bali, and doubled my income in the space of a year. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Nicole Jacqueline podcast with your host, me, Nicole Jacqueline. I am currently at my laptop. It's Sunday afternoon, and I'm playing with some slime classic. (laughs) I'm playing with today, I'm playing with one of my new favorite slime shops. It's from Sonria Slime. Um, it's pronounced, it's spelled Sun, S-O-N, and then Ria, R-I-A. She is a new slime shop and she makes like her overall theme. She does basically takes these like labels that you would know. Like, for example, the one I have right now is inspired by like the Toll House cookie dough cookies. And she put a little twist on it. So for the branding, it just says, instead of saying like Toll House, it says Sonria. And just has such a cool vibe to it. And her slimes are so good. They smell like just so insanely realistic. I have a funfetti one from her and I have a cookie dough one from her also. And they're just so satisfying. So today I am playing with that slime. It's very relaxing. I'm feeling a little anxious today. And I'm just honestly in the mood to talk and just get my energy out and I decided to start recording some podcast episodes and if you guys are new here and you are not aware of how I do things here good because I've decided to kind of change it up a little bit I really want to up the ante of the amount of episodes I post a week however if you can like go back on my episodes I posted in the past you can just tell by the titles that I've been kind of bouncing all over the place I've kind of been doing like success stories, business tips, and also doing like mental health videos or not videos, episodes. I'm a YouTuber also, you guys. So you will hear me quite a lot talk about videoing or recording. And I'm like, wait, no, this is a podcast. So bear with me. But I got a burst of inspiration after I recorded my last episode about like mental health and body positivity and just like all that kind of stuff. I kind of decided that Right now, I would like to post a lot more, and the little outline I'm thinking of doing is Mondays, I want to talk about like relevant news, kind of like a Monday motivation episode, and kind of like have the beginning of the week, share like a five good things, you know, kind of situation, maybe like have a share a story that I saw online that was inspirational or would spike motivation. Um... And I kind of like having set days that have topics that I can talk about because I can. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Only talk about business stuff for so long because I'm just much, I think, obviously, people in general are multidimensional, obviously, and I definitely am. So that's what I'm thinking about for Mondays. And then for Wednesday... I want to do like a midweek hustle inspiration check. And for that, I will share my business advice. I will share the how to gain subscribers on YouTube, 10 like weird ways to make money, um, how to have a successful business, a successful podcast, like business related topics. And that could also relate to having guests on possibly or incorporating yeah, other opinions and just that kind of thing. And then Fridays, I want Fridays to kind of be like an end of the week reflection, self, like self-love growth episode. Because for me, I always find Fridays, I can, I'm usually happy it's Friday, but I'm definitely feeling the most burnt out. And I think it's important to kind of remind yourself at the end of the week, it's okay to relax, you know? So I want to have an episode about that on Fridays. And then I'm thinking also on Sundays, I want to share something like a a Sunday story. Now, this is going to range because I want to have an opportunity to kind of incorporate some more different stuff on this podcast. Um, This episode for Sundays, and today is currently Sunday that I'm starting this out on. So today's episode will be a Sunday success story or a story in general, because I want to have an opportunity where I could possibly do readings for stories that maybe are not business focused, not success story focused, or just like more, I don't know, like random or like techie stories or business, like, I don't know, or even a little different and do like a paranormal episode. I don't know, you guys, I'm just kind of pondering some things and I want to have my Sunday episode be kind of like my like free day like my wild card for an episode will be on Sundays so I'm very happy about this I have been needing some sort of just some sort of like you know routine or like template for my podcast I think we have arrived so Sunday success story slash Sunday stories in general Monday we'll talk about um, relevant news you know beginning of the week motivation Wednesday will be business insider tips, hustle, inspiration, you know, get yourself through the week. Friday will be a reflection in self-love episode. So with that being said, I am very excited to hop into this story today. So I actually found this really cool new platform. It's called medium.com. And I found it from one of my YouTube friends, Shelby Church. She posted a video about it. And I'm honestly... It's a really cool website and I've been spending a lot of time on the website. I just actually upgraded to the membership. It's like $5 a month, like super reasonable and some really great stories on there. And I actually picked this. I haven't really read the whole thing, but I definitely skimmed it. 
And I picked a story. It's titled, How I Quit My Job, Moved to Bali, and Doubled My Income in the Space of a Year. And yes, I would love to read this. I think this is a good episode, a good story to read, especially on like a Sunday night, you know? I just love a little inspiration. I just love reading about other people's success stories. It's written by um, Shani J. It's pronounced, it's spelt S-H-A-N-I and then J-A-Y. That is her, you know, if you want to go up and read this yourself or for more context, I will actually link this article in the video notes if you want to read it more in depth on your own. With that being said, let's hop in to how I quit my job, moved to Bali, and doubled my income in the space of a year. I used to spend nine plus hours doing stuff I hated, and that doesn't even include the two hours I spent traveling there and back, or the one and a half hours I spent getting ready just so I could get to the office, sit down, and commence doing stuff I hated. Why do we do that? Well, I don't know about you, but for me, it was because I had no other choice. Like most children, I decided what I wanted to study at university at the ripe old age of 17. I picked fashion design, and off I went merrily on my way. The combination of total independence, copious amounts of alcohol, and living with my best friends kept me sweet for those three years. But in the back of my mind, I could already feel something. So what did I do? I ignored it, of course, like most people do. Why cause myself unnecessary stress or aggravation? By the time I entered the real world, I got my first job as a fashion buyer for a well-known UK high street company. I knew something was definitely up. When people asked what I did for a living and I told them they'd think it was the best thing since sliced bread. And I found I was convincing myself it was too. Except I was deeply unhappy. My heart was no longer in it and I knew this was just wasn't where I wanted to be. But what could I do? I didn't know how to do anything apart from design clothes and place orders for them. Who was I to even think I could be successful at doing something else? Those were the limiting beliefs I told myself daily and clung on to as though they were my identity. But the universe had other plans for me. The longer I stayed unhappy in my crappy nine to five, the more conflict, negative energy, and BS I seemed to attract into my world. Looking back on it now, I know this was simply the universe kicking my butt until I woke the heck up and listened. I couldn't seem to get along with anyone. You could almost say that I was daring them to fire me, so I didn't have to make that that terrifying decision myself. Along with fashion, my other love had always been writing. I was sure I wouldn't be able to get someone to pay me to do that, but in my heart, I still loved it after all these years. One day, I sat down at my laptop and I allowed the words to flow freely out of me, and I felt a little rush of warmth and passion and love flow from my entire being. This was that feeling I'd been looking for my whole life. This was what I was supposed to be doing. There was no doubt in my mind. Apart from the ones where I told myself I wasn't good enough, what if I end up broke and living with my parents for the rest of my life? What if I have to go crawling back to my old job after a few months of failing and beg them to chain me to my desk again? What if I look stupid in front of all of my friends as they go off buying houses, getting married, and I'm in the exactly the same place that I was before? And then she answered a quote that says, 
live. How many of us need to be reminded that living has nothing to do with trying to be as good as someone else or trying to fit into the same category or filling in the blanks on some stupid checklist? Suzanne Selfers, Coffeehouse Angel. But it eventually escalated to the point where I switched, tripped inside me, and I couldn't wait around wondering what if anymore. Those fearful what ifs became, what if I make it? What if this path, the path that is meant for me? What if this is the path that is meant for me? What if I get everything I wished for and more? So in December 2016, I finally handed in my notice and with it came a huge sense of relief, like the biggest weight had been lifted off my shoulders, quickly to be replaced with another one. I need to start making money. I need to find clients. I need to get my voice out there. But this time, it was different because this time it was all on me. There were no colleagues around me who I could learn on, lean on, or blame. There was no manager I had to answer to or try and impress or convince to give me a pay raise. There was nothing and no one in the way of what I wanted from apart from me. While that was a scary thought, it was also an incredibly liberating one. This was my time to show off, or not show off, this was my time to show myself and the world who I really was and what I really came here to do. It was my, it was, it was my time to finally let go of the shell I've been protecting myself in far too long. I committed to living with my parents for a little longer than I would have liked just so I could save some cash in the early months and get my business off the ground. I stopped buying stuff that I didn't need like cheap clothes, expensive cocktails. I only saw my boyfriend on the weekends and we planned budget dates for ourselves instead of anything extravagant. It wasn't easy shifting my life so dramatically, but it was definitely a sacrifice I was willing to make for a shot at my dream life. I continued to write personal essays that were little pieces of my heart, publish them wherever I could find them at home. Everything was, and still is, aimed at empowering women and helping them to love themselves a little more today than they did yesterday. Because I used to be the girl who hated who she was. I know that it's like to I know what it's like to wish you could wake up in the morning and as someone else. And I don't want any other girl or women or woman to struggle through this heartache alone. Sometimes only a couple hundred people would eyeball my essays. Other times it was more than a million, and every time I was blown away. Women all over the world were reading my words and finding inspiration and hope in them. Some days were really tough. Some days I'd sit on my bed while with my head in my hands and just cry because the road ahead was overwhelming. And there's also a quote in here. Uh, the ancient Indian yogic, yogic text says that it is better to live your own destiny imperfectly than to live in imitation of somebody else's life with perfection. So now on, I have started living my own life, imperfect and clumsy as it may look, it is resembling me thoroughly. Elizabeth Gilbert, Eat, Pray, Love. I started emailing hundreds of businesses asking them if they needed a freelance writer to take care of their blog or newsletter or start start one up for them. I took on new clients each month. Some days were beautiful, 
Some days were more beautiful than I ever thought possible. I also started writing my first book, which was published with Thought Catalog, and a lifelong dream of mine came true. Then I wrote a second one, then a third, all the space of a year. The books are called Bloom, A Gift from the Girl Learning to Love Her Beautiful Soul, The Babe Bible, and Glow Getter. Some people say that it takes around five years to birth a book, but it took me just one to birth all three. Because those books had lived within the walls of my heart and the space of my soul for my entire life, I'd simply turned the tap off so nothing could flow out. And when I finally decided to open it again, all the magic came flooding out in rivers. Soon enough, I was earning enough money on a regular basis to support myself and finally fly, flee the nest. My boyfriend and I talked about finding somewhere to live together back home in the UK. And then one day, I had a crazy but totally brilliant idea. What if we moved to Bali and lived there instead? I work remotely and so does he. Why would, he, why would we spend sky-high prices on rent and put up with cold gray skies here at home when we could have golden sunshine and palm trees swaying gently on the horizon for half the price? Why would we follow the same dumb checklist everyone seems to think they have to follow? Get a mortgage, get married, have kids, tie yourself to a job you hate for the next 40 years so you can retire and then finally start living. Decision made, we flew to Bali on New Year's Eve in 2017, and we've been here, and we've been living here since. And when I say living, I mean freaking living. It didn't take long before I had so many women emailing me and messaging me, asking for advice on learning to love themselves, attracting healthy relationships, and becoming more confident. So I launched my own coaching business, and I now get to work one-on-one with some incredible women around the world who are slowly realizing how powerful and capable they are. I find myself looking around at the life I've created for myself and not quite realizing the extent of what I've achieved. I find myself getting giddy being able to spend all day, every day, working on growing myself and my business without anyone telling me what to do. And sometimes I find myself wondering, what if I hadn't followed my heart here and continued doing stuff I hated for more than nine hours every day? What if I decided to keep my head down and make the best of a bad situation? What if I hadn't chosen to live? Wow. Does anyone else just have goosebumps? And honestly, I do. (laughs) You know, I have to start off by saying that I picked this article by only reading the title and I literally chose it maybe seconds before I pressed record today. Ooh, it's a little heavy to think that this is the one that I clicked on today and it truly does give me chills to think about because sometimes you are just given signals in life and you are led to see things or do things that are supposed to impact you because it's the universe yelling at you to do something. It's like, hey girl or guy or whatever you want to, you know, it's like a higher energy is pushing you to look at something. And after reading this, honestly, it's just so 
I just find it so inspiring. I don't find it, you know, annoying or upsetting. And I just think it's like one of those things, you know, if you truly feel called to do something, do it. And, you know, I'm someone like I'm there's times where I'm definitely more type B, but I'm definitely type A in the fact that I'm very uh, what's the correct term? I'm very, um, like, rambunctious? No, I'm, you know, those are correct words to say, but I'm completely blanking. I want to have my entire life figured out, and it really isn't in my, like, DNA, honestly, to quit everything and just, like, on a whim, try something out. You know, I'm definitely someone that prefers to have things lined up, but I think it's important to remember that and obviously everyone has a different situation, you know, but you can always go back, you know, if you take a leap of faith and this exact project that you are trying to work on, you cancel, you cancel your job, LOL, you quit your job, you, you know, try everything you can and you don't see this being sustainable for a while. There's no, there's nothing wrong with getting a new job, going back to your old one and continuing your side hustle. No one's stopping you from doing that. It's very, it's so scary to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and start listening to your heart. It's harder because society is so, I hate the word society. It's so, the, the most popular freaking word that everyone's like, society this, society that. But it is a good word for this episode. And you know, it's so hard because society says this and they say this is the normal and truly people are just people that react differently to people that have different jobs. Like me, for example, I am a YouTuber. I have a slime shop. I am self-employed. My podcast is my little side hustle. It is something that is so new to me because it's very much a vulnerable place for me and I'm being very real and very raw and very honest and that is so I mean it's so easy but just knowing that it's going to be heard is a whole new thing so I think it's important to remember that you know just being vulnerable is scary but it's also so freaking liberating and like um, Shaney was talking about in her article, which I will link down below, by the way. It's a great read. It's a very fast read, but it's a good read. And I'd actually love to find out more about her books and actually possibly read them. And, you know, it's just so inspiring. And I just honestly, I think there needs to be more people like this in the world. I think we are embarking on an era of people that are going to be self-employed, like a vast majority of them, it's like we're on that like spike, you know, there will always be a need for, you know, doctors and nurses and those kind of type of jobs. But I think with social media and this new, you know, up and coming, like younger Gen Z, like generation, there's going to be more opportunity to work from home and more opportunities that are just created from gaining a following on social media. So I truly do think this basic frame of reference when we talk about, you know, getting older and having kids and getting a house and getting a mortgage and doing the job, like doing the thing, you know, I think honestly, for the first time in a very long time, 
we are really starting to challenge this whole way of life. And I think it's been like that for a long time. But I do think now it is so much more common to challenge these norms. And I honestly live for it. And I think it's important for me to remind myself that, you know, I'm a single 23-year-old girl and I'm fully self-employed and I can work wherever I choose, you know? So I think it's important. It's freaking scary, you know, to do something that's like so out of the box, like moving to Bali. That's so cool. And so just like, I don't know, a free spirited. I'm, I just love it. I think it's so important to remind yourself that, you know, you're supposed to be living your life, your entire life. And not just after, you know, you retire or after the kids grow up or, you know, it's just like your life is literally up to you to how you want to live it. And whenever I, whenever I get in a spot where I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing or like, I'm going to get made fun of like, yeah, probably honestly for whatever I do, I will probably get made fun of. And I would rather be known as the girl that got made fun of for trying it and giving it her best shot, you know, possibly seek success from it. Then being known as the girl that didn't try anything, you know, was just like stagnant her whole life or stagnant up to a certain point. You know, it's just like, truly, we have the opportunity to do whatever we want with our lives. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that sometimes. It doesn't, I don't know. I don't always feel that opportunity, but it's cool to be reminded. Like we all can do that if we truly choose to. It might not be, you know, the most, I guess, money, um, like consistent, you know, income. But at the end of the day, and my friend and I were talking about this kind of loosely recently, and it's like, I fully agree with this statement. You know, she was like, I rather, I would rather be a starving artist than like a slave to a, a job. I'm not sure she said the slave part, but I kind of interpreted it that way. <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. You know, it's like, end of the day, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to work out. It doesn't feel like that sometimes, but it's, it, it will, you know? And I think right now with these uncertain times and everything, for the first time in my whole self-employed career, I truly feel like I don't have that freedom to go and do and be and live. But at the same time, it's like that hasn't changed. It's just like a whole new form of freedom, you know, a whole entire new form of freedom and privilege. Oh my gosh. Like I am so, lo- I'm so, what's, there's so many words I could say here. Like I'm so thankful. I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful for what I do. I'm, I really, really am like the opportunity that I get to just do this and test out new things like a podcast. It's like the coolest thing ever to me. Honestly, I'm, I love it, but yeah, so that's what I'm going to leave you guys off on today. I have truly rambled quite a little bit here. I really want to get these books yeah, so they are by Shani J. It's, S- I believe I'm saying, I probably was saying it so wrong. I'm so sorry if she is, for some reason, listening to this episode. It's pronounced, it's spelled, sorry, S-H-A-N-I, and then her last name or 
I guess, second name is J-A-Y. Sorry, (laughs) J-A-Y. And yeah, she has three books that I would love to read. Bloom, The Babe Bible, and Glow Getter. Honestly, writing a book would be a great... One of my, you know, next hopes. I would love to do that. It's really inspiring to remind yourself that if something isn't working, there are so many different ways to make a living and test out the waters. It's like, honestly, I'm, I can't talk because honestly, I'm just having a surge of like, did, did I think I would be doing this right now? No, literally no. Other times when I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I, like every day, good or bad, you know? So it's like, you have to kind of choose your path. Would you rather have that consistent income where you know, like, okay, same thing every day, but I have an income for sure. I'm not fully happy, but like, whatever. Or, you know, do you want to be fully self-employed, a little bit more liberated, but not have as consistent amount of income, you know? And there's so many perks, but of course, for everything in life, there's pros and cons. So truly it's weighing your options. Remind yourself that you have, you have every opportunity, you have all of whatever you have inside of you, you, everyone has the tools inside of them to go out there and start a business or do whatever makes them happy, honestly. So yes, you guys, I'm going to leave it off there. That was how I quit my job, moved to Bali, and doubled my income in the space of a year. Honestly, very, very inspiring. Going to follow her on my um, Medium platform. Very, very inspirational. And yeah, so I will see you guys in in tomorrow's episode for our Monday Motivation episode And then Wednesday for the Business Insider Midweek Hustle, you know, tips, advice. And then Friday with a little self-reflection, love and growth episode. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening and tuning in on this beautiful Sunday. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye.